0: You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you, my God. We thank God for that praise and worship. I tell you, Elder uh, Shonda Brown and Pastor Will Brown, I tell you, we're just grateful to have those gifts a part of our Worship experience. We love each and every one of you. We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. Give honor, God, for Apostle Mamie Tarver, Pastor Steve Tarver, Pastor Hector Sandra Ford, Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Vondale Scott. Amen. The prophetess uh, Sonia Lewis. Amen. All of our ministers. Amen. The precious people of God. Those in the fivefold ministry that are fellowshipping with us. Amen. We welcome you and thank God for you on today. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Call their neighbor, call their friend. Let them know that yes, Lord, ministries is now on the air. Amen. How many ready to get in some word? Amen. Get your Bibles. Amen. Let's look amen at the book of Exodus, chapter 14 the book of Exodus chapter 14, and we want to look at verses 10 through 14, Exodus chapter 14, verses 10 through 14, amen. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, so just in case you have a different translation, at least you know that we're on the same block, and it reads like thus, amen, in my Bible, and when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Verse 11. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou not has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Verse 12. Is not this the word? That we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye seen today, ye shall see them again. No more forever. The Lord will fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Can I go back over that 13th verse? And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today, my God. For the Egyptians whom ye shall see today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject. Not knowing who you are will keep you wondering. Not knowing who you are will keep you wandering. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Zoltar, by reading his written word, here and his spoken word, and receiving the raiment word, we should now begin to experience the manifest word and enjoy the fruits, the prosperity, success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you just lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so, Amen. In Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Amen. Amen. If not knowing who you are will keep you, amen, wandering. Amen. Praise God. We thank God. Amen. For his already blessed word. Amen. So I want you to look at with me. I want to paint this picture for you. So visualize here. That in verses 10 to 14, where we find the Israelites, they murmur, uh, Moses comforts them. There was no way open to Israel but upward, and thence their deliverance came. We may be in the way of obeying God, doing what God called us to do, following God, hastening towards heaven, yet may we be troubled on every side. Some cried out to the Lord, their fear led them to pray, and that was well. God brings us to, to situations, straight that he may bring us to our needs. Others cried out against Moses. Fear set them murmuring as if God were not still able to do miracles. Do you not know that there are situations that God will allow in our lives that will help define us? Are you with me? But they quarreled with Moses for bringing them out of Egypt. So were, they were even angry with God. I mean, how many people blame God for situations that they are find themselves in? And so here, um, Moses says, fear ye not. It is always our duty and interest when we cannot get out of troubles yet to get above our fears. Let them quicken our prayers and endeavors, but not silence our faith and hope. Stand still, Moses telling them. Think not to save yourselves, either by fighting or flying. Amen. You heard those uh, the saying that some folks are like flight risks. You know, they just take off at the whim of trouble. Uh, but wait, God orders and observe them. Watch this now. Compose yourself by confidence in God into peaceful thoughts of the great salvation. God is about to work for you. Am I talking to anybody here? If God brings his people into straits, he will find a way to bring them out. Can I say that one more time? If God brings his people into straits, let me tell you something. In other words, into certain canals, passages, channels, in certain situations, somebody ought to put it in the chat he's gonna bring a way my god i feel a breakthrough for somebody you're gonna find a way to bring them out not only find a way he will make the way to bring them out so let's look at this lesson as we view it we realize the children of israel were in bondage but god set it up where they were about to be free liberated and so they, he gave them even instruction, And that's another thing that you want to make certain that as God is liberating you, setting you free from the bondage of sin, from your past, from habits or situations that you were paralyzed in. Let me tell you, you ought to give God some praise and some glory because what he's saying for you in this great escape, he's letting you know that I have a plan for you like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Behold, I know The plans that I have for you, they are good and not evil. It has an expected end. And so here, when we find in this lesson, that now when the children of Israel had left, and then I'm going to tell you what God did. He agitated them. When you read the earlier part, verses, amen, in chapter 14, amen, you find how God agitated Pharaoh and his servants, amen, and when the children of Israel had left, amen, they said, why did we let them go? Oh, my God, this lesson gonna bless somebody today. Watch this now. Why did we let them go? And let me share something. The Lord reminded me of how sometimes people will use you and misuse you, and then when they've exhausted all the use from you then they don't want to be responsive to you they don't want to uh be in contact you you they very rarely if at all send you any of uh, emails any text whether they don't even use their minutes to call you is because why they feel as though they have no more use for you and that's what happened here with the pharaoh and the Egyptians. they felt as though they had no more use for them but watch what they say. Why did we let them go and not let them stay here and serve us? That was selfish, ladies and gentlemen. You have people that think like that. They're opportunists. They, 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 they just want to see how can we use their gifts, how can we use their talents and their abilities, and, and, and don't really value them. Don't really regard. Fear them, but just say, you know what? I'm just gonna use them anyhow. We got people like that. You know people like that. And I pray you're not like that. And so here the scripture says that it was told them that the people had fled in verse 5. Such a fright was he in when he gave them leave to go. In other words, God had positioned them and and really set up the stage where Pharaoh had to let him go. Let me tell you. God has a perfect plan for your life. Amen. If you receive that, put it in the chat, that God has a perfect plan for your life. Hey, my God. Somebody to give him some praise right there. And so here, when we look at this, he reflects upon with regret that he had combined. In other words, he had allowed them to leave. Are you with me? He didn't really want them to go. But he had to let them go. He schemed, plotted, you know, conspired um, with them regarding them, their departure. But he and his servants, though it was the greatest amen reason in the world, they had let Israel go. Yet were they now angry with themselves for it? Why have we done this? They state it vexed them. Do you not know? that the favor of God on your life, the grace of God on your life, it vexes some people. What are you saying, Talbert? It agitates some people. It, you know, they, they don't realize you know, the, the who you are in God. In other words, it confounded them, it angered them, it puzzled them, it provoked them. I mean, they were like, ooh. And let me tell you something, when folks get irate, when they become so upset, and so adamant about destroying someone. Let me tell you, that's a person that's literally have lost most of their senses. And you need to pray for them. But then what about those folks that they hear, they they experience the same kind of emotions, and then they try to come after you. Oh my God, am I talking to anybody? And so here in this lesson, I'm going to show you how God does. And so though they were aggravated in the vexation that they themselves had consented to, that's amazing. Then God had them agree to a God idea. Woo! Oh, my God, that's a word for somebody right there. And so here he resolves it's possible either to reduce them or to be revenged on them. In order for this, he levies an army, musters all his forces in charge. And let me tell you something for you. Who think you are nothing. You have no purpose with God. There is n- nothing that God can do with you. Well, let me tell you, stop listening to the devil because if Jeremiah 29:11, I'll state that scripture again. I know this is what God is saying. I know the plans that I have for you. They are good and not evil. It has an expected, anticipated in my my. my. Oh my God, but God set it up. And sometimes you don't realize how anointed you are. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that self grandiose attitude spirit that you sometime may operate in. No, I'm talking when you generally, with the integrity of God's anointing, amen, upon your life, you don't realize how value you are to God. Everybody may not recognize or identify or appreciate who you are in God, but God does. And my God, he got some people that can see the glory of the Lord that's on your life. And so then when you look at this lesson further, you find that the children of Israel, they had departed. They went out with a high hand. That is with a great deal of courage, bravery, triumph in their release. And my God, here's what God had them to do. They did not. Oh, my God. They did not depart broke. My God, I don't know who this lesson is for, but God's about to move you from Broke Boulevard. My God, you need to give God some praise right there. That's right. God's about to move you, usher you, escort you from Broke Boulevard. All right. And so God had them, ask them to borrow stuff. Now, God knew they weren't going to get his stuff back. But in other words, God had to bring it in a vernacular, in a language, that the Egyptians could understand. So they used the term, God had them use the term borrow. So the Egyptians were of the mindset, allow me to interpret it this way. They were of the mindset that they were going to, one, see the children of Israel again. Number two, that they was going to get their stuff back. But I'm here to decree and tell you all that the enemy has stole from you, God's about to restore. My God, somebody ought to put it in the chat. Restore. Ooh, I feel the praise break coming on. And so here we find in this lesson that those, westers they pursued after them and those in good earnest set their faces heavenward and who will live godly in Christ Jesus must expect to be set up upon by Satan's temptations and terrors. He will not tamely part My God, with any without of his service, no go without raging. So in Mark chapter nine, verse 26, but when we come back to this lesson, here's what I'm looking at. Oh my God, we have here in chapter 14 of Exodus verses 10 to 12, the fright that the children of Israel were in when they perceived that Pharaoh pursued them, they knew very well the strength and the rage of the enemy and their own weaknesses numerous indeed they were but all on foot unarmed they like whoa what what whoa, whoa 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 what's going on here but i'm here to tell you god will set you up my god where only he will get the glory and you will get the story my god so here th- there was no way that the children of Israel could have claimed the fame. There was no way that they could have took credit for what was about to happen, this victory. But I'm telling you, when God has made a promise to you, a prophetic declaration concerning your life, your ministry, your business, let me tell you, sometimes our current circumstances may not be indicative, reflective, or even look like it's going to happen. I'm here to tell you, look towards the hills from what's coming of your help, all your help coming from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God is getting ready to show off in your situation. Somebody need to put that in the chat. God is about to show off in my situation. That's why I personalize this thing. Because sometimes the person you sitting next to, the person you live with, the person you work with, the person you go to the gym with, sometimes they may not always hey my god serve god the way you do or fear god the way you do but you got to realize how do you like jesus asked peter peter who do men say that i am he said well some say you are elijah or one of the prophets but who my god do you say that i am so you have to be able to respond Personally, your mom or your daddy, your sister, your brother, the bishop, the apostle, the the evangelist, they cannot do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. In other words, you got to make a decision. For God, I live. For God, I die. I let nothing or no one separate me from the love of God. And so here, when we look at this lesson here, amen, Deuteronomy Amen. The book of Deuteronomy, and then in Second Corinthians chapter 4, 8, it says, In this distress, no marvel that the children of Israel were sorely afraid. My God. And listen, let me do this pause, frustration, identification. Sometimes we get those moments where it seems it could be perplexing, overwhelming, where it seems as though, God, where are you? Am I talking to somebody today? But God, says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be right there through every circumstance and situation that you encounter in life. Somebody ought to give my praise right there. And so here we find that some of them cried out unto the Lord. Their fear Set them up on a praying mold, and that was a good effect of it. But God brings his saints, my God, to a place where we got to get on our knees. Oh, yeah, we got to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God. Watch this now. And others of them, they cried out against Moses. Do you not know that you can really tell where an individual is spiritually by the adversity and test they encounter? Let me let that marinate for a moment. I say you can tell usually who has a real solid relationship with God versus or differently can those who just got a... Emotional, exterior, outward type of, oh, I see the bishop coming, or I see the evangelist coming. I better act saved. I better act like I see Jesus. (laughs) No, stop faking because there come tests where you can't fake at all. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here, some of them were murmuring. Do you not know that murmuring is sin? That's right, murmuring is a sin. Listen, The Lord even said, He says, My people perish for the lack of knowledge. But not only that, they murmuring, they complaining, they're whining. Oh my God, you ever met a supposedly believer? Who whine all the time woe is me why is that look like things ain't working out for me come on now put the brakes on if you say you trust god listen none of us are exempt from challenges trials and tribulation. but we could be of good cheer because jesus said because he overcame we're gonna overcome also some ought to say i'm a overcomer my god and so here even though they were against Moses. And you can imagine how it is a leader listening to griping people, listening to someone who's supposed to be interceding for them, someone who's supposed to lift up their arms and pray. Do you not know there are Persons that they'll go to their leader and get the prayer, get everything they can. But then when they think they have arrived and they've gotten some success, they literally will escape and not be there when they're needed. Are you? Am I talking to anybody here? You got to understand. Ask yourself yourself. Am I a leader? Ask yourself, am I a believer? Ask yourself, do I run in tough times? Ask yourself, do I run when it gets thick? Do I run when need the ministry needs help or there's work to be done or souls need to be won? Do you find excuses? Oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I can't do it now. Oh, can you get somebody else? Listen, stop asking God to use you. Stop asking God for more anointing. Stop asking God to activate the gifts in you when you're not willing to take, to show him appreciation to using those gifts for his glory. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here we find in this lesson that their contempt of liberty, preferring servitude. And this is so amazing. Notice what they said. we Told you you could have left us in Egypt so we can be a slave. Some people look like cannot get rid of that slave mentality, that slave mindset. And it's sad that those that profess to know Jesus, those that go to church, those that even have positions in ministry, Yet they got a slave mentality. They can't see themselves as victorious. My God, if you don't know who you are, it will keep you wondering. My God, but the day is the day of your breakthrough. God is going to give deliverance on today. Somehow they give him a praise. So what's this now? And so based on their ingratitude to Moses, who had been a faithful instrument of their deliverance, they condemn him as if he had dealt heartily and unkindly with them. Moses was only being obedient to God. He was leading the people according to the will of God and bringing them through the way of God. Come on now. But yet you're going to find people. That's how you know also that we're living in the last days. That mindset is here today. The spirit of some of those type people, those type of attitudes are resonating with some church people today wherein they always whining and complaining and why is this listen god is raising up an army god is raising up people who's going to stand fast in this salvation of the Lord, they're gonna trust God in spite of. That's why I heard it said, one of my mentors said, you gotta watch who you associate with. You gotta watch who you hang with. Cause sometimes just because a person may have a title don't mean they really have faith. Let me let that linger for a moment. I said, it don't really mean they have faith. A lot of people are ready to talk faith but they're not willing to walk faith. Oh my God. Remember, if you don't know who you are, it will keep you wondering. So as I get ready to bring this lesson to a close, I want you to understand that Moses had to talk faith at this moment. He answered not these fools according to their folly. God bore with the provocation they gave him. In other words, they were they, they couldn't get directly to God, so they go, went and tried to attack the leader. But I'm here to remind you, touch not my anointed, nor do my prophets no harm, because God will get you. Watch this now. So he didn't deal with them like that, but watch this now. They chose their delusions, bring fears upon them, and therefore Moses might as well for the pass by their front. What's this now? And they put upon him, but instead of chiding them, he comforts them. I mean, that's a leader. Come on now. And with the Admiral presence and composure of mind, not disheartened, either of their threatenings of Egypt or the tremblings of Israel still murmuring. Listen, you don't know what it's like. The lead people who whine and complain. I'm telling you now, just make sure you're not one of those whiners and complainers. Because why? God will set it up. Well, he will choose others who, with an assignment he gave to you, and because you were whining and complaining, he'll give it to someone else and give them the blessing that's associated with it. Come on now. I know I got a witness. If y'all seen God do something like that, put it in the chat. Amen. What says that? he said, fear you not. Oh, my God. We got to trust God. In the midst of challenges, in the midst of struggles, listen, like I said it earlier, none of us are exempt from challenges, trials and tribulations and illnesses and things of that world because Jesus already told us. But one thing about it, we can live, walk with our head up and walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, my God, I feel like giving God a praise. And so here he assures them that God will deliver them that he would undertake their deliverance and that he would effect it in the utter ruin of their pursuers. The Lord, my God, shall fight for you. This Moses was confident of himself and would have them to be so, though as yet he knew not how and which way it would be brought to pass, but God had assured him that Pharaoh and his host, my God, that's a praise break right there. Pharaoh and his host should be ruined. And he comforts them with the same conference where he had been comforted, and he directs them leave it to God, turn it over to God. Ah, oh, my God, cast your cares upon the Lord. He cares for you. Come on now, we quote this scripture, but can you walk it out? In silent expectation of the event, he says, stand still. Think not to save yourselves either by fighting or flying. Wait. God orders. My God, my God. I feel a praise right there. God orders and observes them. Be not contriving what course to take, but follow your leader. Wait. God's appearance and take notice of them that you may see how foolish you are to distrust him. Compose yourself by an entire confidence in God into peaceful prospect of the great salvation. God, whoo, my God. Somebody lift your hands and give him some praise right there. God is now about to work for you. Hold your peace. You need not so much as to give a shout against the enemy. Joshua chapter six, verse 10. The work shall be done without any incurrence of yours. If God himself bring his people into straits, he himself will bring them through. I'm telling you now, God will bring you through. In times of great difficulty, as I get ready to close, in times of great difficulty and great expectation, it is our wisdom to keep our spirits calm, quiet and sedate for then we are in the best frame both to do your own work and to consider the work of god your strength is to sit still isaiah 37 30 verse 7 for the egyptians shall help in vain and threaten to hurt in vain the songwriter wrote in times like these we need a savior Your anchor holes and grips are solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one, the only one. Our grips are solid rock. When you read that scripture, but I'm just gonna close right here. When you read that scripture, you discover that God answered their prayer. Moses already told them, the Pharaoh that you see now, Or you have seen, you shall see them no more. My God, my God, I pray that you were encouraged on today, knowing that if you don't know who you are, it will keep you wondering. You know, there's a song in the world sings that it got me going around in circles. Well, let me tell you, the enemy will have you going in circles, but you don't have to. Are you with me? You have to be tossed to and fro, like in Galatians. You have to be tossed to and fro with every wind and doctrine. Oh, we got a lot of doctrines out here today. I'm telling you, and the closer Jesus is soon to come, the more false religions, the more false theologies are coming up and surfacing. Things that we used to use as foundation scriptures is now being watered down, is now being belittled is now being minimized by some who were considered once great teachers. That's why you need to study the word of God. Stay in the face of God. Seek him like never before. We need God. Listen, the greater the title you have, the more closer you need to get to God. I'm telling you, listen, we need to get closer to God. I pray that you encourage. Amen. Let's pray. Because there may be someone who said, preacher, I needed that lesson today. Oh, my God. I felt like, where am I? What am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. my, My life seemed like it was going chaotic. But I got good news for you. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are laden and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. My God, it didn't say it would be easy, but one thing about it, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be with you through every circumstance and situation that you encounter. Like the world can't give that to you. No, no, no. The world, they will make promises But they cannot deliver you like our God. I want to pray for you that you will invite Jesus into your heart. Those that don't have a relationship, perhaps you once were with Jesus. Life occurred, situations came, storms came, and you walked away from God. This is an opportunity where you can come back to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for each and every person that's watching and listening now. We pray, O oh God, that those that need you most at this hour, O oh God, will surrender they all to you. We ask you, Jesus, to come into all of our hearts to forgive us of every sin, cleanse us, wash us, make us whole, that we are the vessels of honor, sanctified in me for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins going into the grave but on the third day my god you rose with all power in your hand thank you jesus for saving me i believe in my heart i confess with my mouth right now i am saved thank you jesus for saving me if you prayed that prayer my God we want to say congrats partner with YLM financially using the following methods the YLM mobile app text give to one cash app dollar sign yes lord in on Givelify search for yes lord ministries in Kimmelworth New Jersey our website visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate mail checks and money orders to yes lord ministries post office box 425 union new jersey 07083 download the ylm mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24 7. on behalf of our lead pastor steve tolbert our senior leaders apostle willie tolbert and apostle mamie s tolbert and the yes lord ministries church family thank you for joining us and welcome home